Welcome to Dream, Plan, Start, Grow, where everyday entrepreneurs like you and me find success and overcome struggles to create the business of our dreams. Our motto is focus your dream to plan the future, start building your strategy to create step-by-step growth. And my name is Allison Turner, and I'm the host for this podcast. And since this is episode number one, I thought I would take just a few minutes today to explain exactly the model behind Dream Plan Start Grow and why it's called that. Because I find that's what we do in business over and over and over again as an entrepreneur and a business owner. Why dream? What is a dream? A dream is everything in this world. It gives us hope. It gives us excitement. It gives us something to look forward to. Dream, it all starts with this. So whether you create a business idea for a brand new business or you've been in business for a long time and you create a new service, or you see a way to help out in the world and you create a business around that. That's the dream. It's something you're passionate about. It may be attached to a greater vision, something that may inspire your family, inspire the world. It may be something that will help you leave a legacy. But a dream can also be adapting to a crisis like we're in right now. This pandemic has made many businesses suffer, and it's caused business owners to really think about their business and how to adapt during this time. So it may not have been their dream three months ago, but many business owners are thriving through this, not all, but many, by doing a 180 on their business and seeing how community can also help them thrive during this challenging time. I see that in the restaurant industry where I live. This whole group has really impacted the restaurant industry by helping them survive during this time. A dream can be seeing your future and where your business is going. Maybe you're making 100000 in your business right now, but you see the dream of making 500000 That may not be tomorrow. It may not be this year, but it could be a five-year plan. A dream is something you need to research and make sure there's a need for it. There's a need for many things, and many people can find niche markets for everything that they do. But set your goal for your business. That may include revenues. That may include certain programs that you want to include. If you want to scale your business, that may even include bringing on employees, if it's more than you down the road. How do you do that? What's the big picture? It's also about setting personal goals. This is just as important, if not more important, in setting your dream. You keep that passion around a dream day in and day out. One of the big, ch- biggest challenges as a business owner that I see is coming to work every day. You're doing the same thing, same thing, over and over and over. How do you make that fresh? How do you keep that passion about what you're doing? Mindset is a key piece in this, and it's absolutely a piece that has to be there. Know your strengths so you can get assistance when needed. Most of us are not strong in every way. So one of my business partners and I complement each other because he is great at being that visionary and seeing that major piece out here, but I'm great at putting the steps in place to get to that vision. So how do you complement your strengths? So if you're a solopreneur, 
and you're great at having the idea and you're great at doing the actual service, but you're not great at marketing it, how do you find those people and get that person or company in place to help market your business for you so you don't have to do it all? So know your strength, but that also means know your weakness and accept your weakness. That doesn't mean we can't build on our weaknesses, but be strategic in how you do this. The next step is plan. So planning is often a weakness I see in some entrepreneurs. I actually love to plan, but sometimes I fault on the side of planning too much. So it's finding that happy balance between not planning at all and hoping everything just comes to fruition versus over planning and overthinking an idea so then it never gets launched. So creating a new service is just not enough. So it's how do you draw your customers to it? How are you going to market it? Is it needed? Is there enough people that need it? You know, if it's a local business that's going to attract local customers, are there enough local customers to bring to it? Do you want to work with the ideal customers that you want to attract? So, for example, I've met business owners that don't like working with women, let's just say, but yet their business is all focused around female customers. And vice versa, I've met business owners that don't like working with men, but yet 50% of their customer base may be male. So how do we build a business that is absolutely optimal for us? And this maybe include the demographics of the male, female, the age, you know, the location of the person, but it also includes the psychographics, such as, you know, what are these people's aspirations, their attitudes, you know, are they service oriented? Who do you want to work with here? You know, the next step is, do you really need immediate revenue? Because obviously, if I need immediate revenue, I want to launch something right away. So it doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to have certain steps in place. Who else in the area does what you do? Have you studied really successful competitors? So many of us as entrepreneurs don't want to look at our competitors, but a lot of times you can learn from your competitors. Someone that's been in the business for a long time and done really well is a great example to look at because maybe they're doing something that would be great to aspire to, or maybe you can learn from some of the mistakes they have made as well. How do you stand out in the crowd? So if I'm going to be a nail salon, how do I stand out against all the other nail salons in the area? If I'm going to be a massage therapist, what is my differentiating factor for that? So all of this helps drive those potential customers, you know, because your goal as a business owner is to build relationships with potential customers. So how do you create that marketing message? And a marketing message is what goes on your website, if you have one, your social media, if you're speaking to people, anything that's really displaying what your company does and what your company's about. And if you're the company as a solopreneur, then every time you walk out your door, you're marketing, even if you don't think you are. Throughout all of this, your mindset as a business owner is key because if you don't have that right mindset, maybe one day you feel down, which is okay, but as a business owner, we have to be up as much as possible and, when, and recognize when we do take that dip so we can correct something. 
How do we re-inspire ourselves? How do we take some time to recharge? Maybe we need to go to the beach if we live close to the coast. Maybe we go to the mountains if we live in the mountain area. Do some hiking. Whatever works for you, find that and help yourself recharge and benefit from that. The next one is start. So we've talked about dream and how you build that dream. We've talked about planning, but now it's really time to start. So we need to generate leads or customers. You know, when's the best time to market to your ideal customer? So if you are marketing to mothers, stay-at-home moms, maybe the best time is during the day. You know, maybe if their kids are in school, that might be the best time to market to them because at night they have their kids, their spouse, you know, so think about when your ideal customer is, you know, if on a computer, if you're marketing through social media or out and about, if you're marketing at networking events, think about your ideal customer. How do you build your strategy so one strategy can build on the next one? So I don't want just one strategy and how to get customers. I often get asked, you know, what's that one thing I can do to build my business? But unfortunately, most of us will tell you as business owners, there's not one thing. I mean, if I had to pick one strategy for my business, I would say networking and building relationships at face-to-face networking, or in this case, since we're under social distancing rules, as I'm starting this, it might be Zoom networking. So I can still grab that face-to-face contact, it's just at a distance. So that's how I wanna build you know, my relationships, but there's usually not just one thing. So for me, it might be networking, but it's also social media and staying in front of people that I have networked with that are now following me on social media. You know, it may be adding more content to my website. So I can use that through social media, but also help with my search engine optimization. So there's always like a combination of strategies here. The next thing is, you know, know your return on investment. So When I'm investing time into something or money into something, obviously you want a return on it. So if you're gonna go out and network, for example, maybe the networking event is free, but your time is not free. So if you're spending two hours a week or three hours a week going out to networking events in, you know, quote unquote, normal times, what's your return on investment? Are you building relationships? Are you following up with key people that you have met during those events? How are you kind of staying in front of people? Marketing takes time and consistency. So, you know, those that want that immediate return on investment, and I often see that I'm a member of a chamber of commerce, and I often see that at the chamber is someone joins a chamber and they want that immediate business. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You know, marketing takes time and consistency. So just because I put a social media post out or I go and meet somebody, I may have to stay in front of that person eight, 10 times before they become a customer of mine. And the last one is grow. And grow is probably a constant cycle. It really is a constant cycle. So some businesses are cyclical. So, you know, I live in the Southeast where we're a tourist-based area. So some of the restaurants, for example, are very cyclical where they get more business during the kind of November to April time and they need to survive the rest of the year by still building their business and building customers that actually live here year round. But some of us are not cyclical and we're year round 
but that doesn't mean we don't cycle through our marketing campaigns. So what I mean by this is marketing is constant work. So building your customer base is constant work. So whether you're going to do social media, whether you're going to do search engine optimization, it's not something that you do once and you never do again. So it's something that can continue to build and continue to build and continue to build. So you're always staying in front of those potential customers or even past customers. So that's the great base too. You know, your past customers can be your best referral source. They can grow your business better than anyone else can grow your business. So staying in front of them, you know, creating, you know, key tips that you're sending out to them maybe once a month on something they can do to help their business or help them as a consumer, you know, whatever your business is, stay in front of them because they can be your best referral source. Throughout the upcoming podcast, I will be talking about things that come up in my everyday life as well as the life of other business owners and other businesses I interact with. We can learn what works for each of us as an entrepreneur because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. That's the great thing is we're always learning, we're always growing and striving for greater fun in our lives, greater passion and greater success in whatever those words mean for you. I wish you a great day until we connect again.